This podcast is brought to you by Continuum and Bristol Tap, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Hello, good evening, listeners. You know me, I'm Trutchy, Nick Trutch, Wessex Reserve Team Manager, and I'm joined this week by my assistant, Big Ron Avery. All right, Ron? Chaps. How is it, all right? Yeah, all good, mate. So, um, a bit different this week, listeners. We're, it's not going to be a, a question and answer session like a lot of the podcasts are. It's going to be me and Ron carrying out an overview of the of the reserve season as we've just finished. So just just reviewing the season as a whole. Um, it went pretty well. Yeah, in the end, yeah, definitely. It, it, it went very well come the end. Come the end. Um, I think obviously we'll touch on an overall an overall view of it, but I think yeah. In the end, if we finish on a high, and that's that's the main thing. Yeah, the, the, yeah. You, you want your highs to come at the end, don't you? You want the end result to be the the, the pinnacle of the season. Yeah, def- yeah, but, absolutely, um, absolutely. And what a pinnacle! Yeah. So, you know, for our listeners that, that you know aren't involved at the club, the uh, the original league was was finished. Well, halted due to the lockdown. And then a way of getting the, the season finished, all the all the teams were put into mini leagues. Uh, six teams in a league, five fixtures, winner takes all at the end. And, you know, the league we were put in, a lot of the teams in there were probably thinking, hmm, fancy that against Wessex Wanderers, because, you know, we were, we were a bit hit and miss in the original season, 10 points from 10 games. I'd say we were unlucky at times, but I think the likes of Bemister Down, Brock, Rotley's, Socius would have been looking at ourselves and maybe Brandon Sports as well and thinking, well, those those two are winnable games. We'll try and take points off the rest. So, yeah. to, you know, to come out come out the back of it, winners, fantastic. And, and I'd go one step further than that as well, because if, if you remember rightly, obviously the league, we, we were... We were very hit and miss. I mean, it's like you said, 10 points from 10 games. And you look at the, the teams that were in our league, they were all top end of our division. And I think there was even, weren't Bemi down in the division above us for the actual league, I think, for the official league before it got curtailed? No, no, we, we played them in the league, Ron. Who was, there was one one team that was a league above us, wasn't it? Who, I can't no, who was no, they were, all, they were all in our league. Oh, they were in the end. But yeah. You, go, you didn't play that game. Ta- we had Tajian goal for that's that. That's probably what it was. Game. Probably the game we missed. But you go back to the start of it. We were actually in a, a slightly different group, weren't we? With I think originally we were in a group with Cutters as well and somebody else. And I think yeah, you know, we looked at the we looked at the table then and thought, you know, it's, that's a difficult group. But you know, if if we if we play to the ability that we know we've got, it's a winnable group. And then the week after, they took Cutters and somebody else out of it and then added in. Bemi Dane and somebody else. So it was like, it made the group, I thought it made the group even harder from our point of view. Yeah. Um, so there was there was that initial bit of disappointment as well. But I think, I think we both just said, look, it's just, it don't matter who's in the group now. We just got to go for it and play how we know we can play. Um, and hopefully, you know, give a good account of ourselves if anything. But obviously we've ended up giving a, a very good account of ourselves, and like you said, you look at the likes of Bemi Dang and Socius and, and all these teams, they probably did look at us at, at one point and think, you know, we were probably going to end up being the the team that everyone takes three points off. 
yeah. because of how we were in the league. Um, but obviously, we've ended up going unbeaten. You know, we had that one little... It wasn't even a bad game, the Long Ashton game. It was it was a, a bad 35 minutes. Um, we'll you know, come to that a bit more later on, but... Yeah, you know, overall, we we've we've ended up going into into the, this you know this league at the end of the season where you know we're probably odds on to finish bottom, second bottom, according to the other teams, and we've ended up smashing a lot of them. So uh, that's it. We turned we turned up when it counts, didn't we? That's the I thing. Think, I think most most sort of neutrals would have looked at our group and they would have put Bemister down and Rockleys as the top two. Socius is third, and then between us and Brandon Sports for yeah, fourth and fifth. I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah. I, and um, I, I think I was looking at that and, and hoping that we could probably, you know, nick a second or third. Hope, obviously, hoping you want to win it, hoping to win it, but, you know, looking at it, thinking hopefully we'll give a good account of ourselves and we'll, we'll work our way up this table. Mm. Um, and yeah, the rest is history. It is now, That's it. Yeah. We have gone down in history, haven't we? As like you said before the game, there's 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 one. Well, obviously there's there's different leagues, but there's going to be one season where there's a, a lockdown league, and you know, yeah, our names there is is champions of one of those leagues now. So I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, you might we might pop up in a a, a Bristol sports section of a pub quiz. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pretty uh, pretty niche. Pub quiz, wasn't it? Yeah. Who won Group H of the Lockdown Cup? In the Bristol and Suburban division. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think, like you said, if we go back a little bit to the, you know, forget about the COVID, the league for now, when we go back to the original, you know, Suburban Division 3, you know, we went into that really confident, really confident. Mm. We had we had a fantastic pre-season, you know. We, yeah. We, I think apart from that one, that first friendly... And then a couple of that friendly where we had two friendlies in one day. Yeah. We had all, we, apart from those two, we had all good results. You know, we beat teams from divisions above us. Um, yeah. We Jamaica Bells. We beat exactly. Yeah, we smashed Jamaica Bells. Didn't we? It was like what was it like six two or something like that. So the game, the first game was Little Stoke. A, it, where we where we lost it, with a bunch of kids, very poor game. So then after that we beat Eastville Rangers four 0 I'm not sure what league they're in. Um, then we then we beat we stuffed Jamaica Bells who were in the first teams league. We lost to Cutters Friday. Then we beat Parson Street, the the league above us, three 0 on their turf. Lost lost away to Yatton but then beat Clifton Rockets of the Downs League on the same day. Then we beat Rock Crusaders. And then the last pre-season game, we beat Corinthians Reserves. So, you know, you look at that overall, it was it was a decent pre-season, wasn't it, really? You know, a couple, yeah. of, couple of bad results, but overall, some, some cracking results there. And you kind of, if you go into the season um, on a massive high, thinking, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll start this league well. Um I, obviously, I wasn't about because I was sort of training from me, from me fighting stuff. Um, but still, you look at the results. You look at the players that we one we'd inherited at Wessex already, you know, talented bunch of lads, and then the, the players that you know we'd added to it. Um, you know, it was we, we've got a, a, not only a good eleven but a, a good squad as well. So yeah, I think the initial I think it's Brandon Sports when their first game of the season. <clears throat> You know, we went and got that draw. And I think you could yeah. see it in the players. I think they were a bit deflated after 
the sort of first first result. It, it's kind, well, of kind of the the ambition just seemed to sort of go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm I'm a big I'm a big believer in you win your first game, you win that first league game, and the momentum's with you right from the start. Exactly, exactly, um, and that, that is. That is completely and utterly proven in the fact that we then go into the you know, Group H lockdown league and we absolutely blitz random sports in the first game there, five two, and yeah. you know we're we, we're acting like world beaters then. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's almost, it almost even if it's subconsciously at times you you almost as a player if you if you underperform in that first league game. No matter how well you've done pre-season, you can't help but think, "Oh, different kettle of fish now," and now it's now it's getting serious. So that's why it's so crucial to to win that first game. But all in all, you know, from the first from the first game of pre-season, right up until the start the start of the original league. But then, as we went through, I think it's got to be put down as a season of growth. We grew as the season went on. Definitely, I think yeah. by the time the by the time the mini league came around, I think. The players fully understood by that point what me and you expected from them. They understood our philosophy and the you know the high expectations that we have and the standards that we set. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think I think there were times when you know we we'd be saying you know we want you to be doing X, Y, and Z. And I you know I won't, I won't name names, but I think there were some players that were a little bit like. This is a, a Saturday suburban league team. You know, I'm going to rock up and yeah. play. And, you know, when we're saying to them, "Well, if that's the case, you ain't playing," and then those players ain't picked, and then the remaining players and are, are there then on merit because they're doing what we've asked them to do, and that has slowly become more the norm as as the season's gone gone through and then into the into the um, the lockdown league. It, we've ended up with a, a squad of players that not only want to be there. Because they they you know, they want to play football for us and for the for Wessex, but are there because they've actually realised that you know we're we're not we're not wasting our time on a Saturday to come and watch you lot have a kick about. We're going to come and win things. Yeah, you either come and win things with us, and and do what we want you to do and play how we want you to play and have have that that winning ambitious mentality, or or you ain't going to get picked. And I think that's what we've ended up with is is the yeah. team with that mentality. And and you touched on it before about players listening to what we want from them. I think as the, as the team went on in the reserves, our 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 team started to consist of the players that were like doing what we asked. Like yeah, definitely. It's, it's like sometimes I, I I find that you know you always feel like you're wasting your time doing tactics videos and pre-match instructions and stuff because you can you can give the team or players instructions. And then you know they go out as soon as the first whistle's gone. It almost you think, well, hang on, that's that's not what we said we we're going to do. Some players would just go sort of back to, well, how how they've always done it. They'll just go, they'll just go and play their game. But you know, if 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 a if a manager, if a management team is setting up something tactically, and then one player, you know, decides to do like do what they've always done, then it, the system mm. don't don't quite work. Yeah, definitely, and, and and I think, like you said, it, it goes back to the mentality of of Saturday league football down in you know a couple of divisions down. How many times have you know I've had it over the years, and I'm sure you've had it over the years as a player when you've got a an air quote manager who rocks up on a Saturday, 
has his 11, 12, 13 players, goes like your right back, your left back, your centre back, and you don't hear him then for 90 minutes. That's it. He turns up, he puts a team sheet in, gives a kit out, and that's it. That's that's all he does. And, and people just, like you said then, just go and do their own thing. Well, that's not what we're about. We, we, we want to play in a certain way, regardless of what division we're in. It don't matter whether we're in Division three, Division five, Division one, doesn't matter. You know, we, we want to whatever we're in, we want to win it, and that's the, yeah. That, that's why we want. That's why you 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 know spend your time doing your tactic videos, and we spend all week talking about players and positions and all the rest of it because we we don't just want to turn up on a Saturday and say, you know, here's your starting eleven. You know, we'll make a sub on seventy five minutes and and go from there. It's not what we're about. Yeah. I said it's, it's the only way we know how, isn't it? We, we we said right right from the start. The only way we we know how is to go full throttle and go for glory. Yeah, and and, and, I, and I, I think it has taken the players a bit of time to to get used to that. But you know, I think they are now, and I, I think that's obviously shown in the fact that we've just gone out and and won the league that we were put in when we were nowhere near in the running for it in in. Sort of other people's eyes, you know. Yeah. I think you you even spoke to um, a couple of the other managers, didn't you, from from the other teams? And you, know, I think they were giving us tips on other teams because they're obviously assuming that they're not they're not bothered about us. So yeah, yeah. You know, I, had a few, you know, I, I had a few scout reports, which exactly. And if you, you're thinking to yourself, if well, if they, if they think we're any sort of any sort of contender for it. They ain't going to tell us that, are they? So they, no. even the other managers are looking at it thinking, well, we ain't anyone to worry about. Well, mm. you know what? We are. And I think, if anything, this this lockdown league is is the, the true kind of ability that we knew we had in the league. It just didn't come through in the league. And it's, yeah. as, long, as far as I'm concerned, it's got to be able to stay now. Going into next season, you know, this is the team. This is this is the, the mentality and, and the winning attitude that, we are not. We want to. We are taking into next season. Absolutely, as a whole club as well. You yeah, know, even definitely. even from a first team perspective, you, you have to. The whole club has to take this as a massive, massive positive, a big achievement for the club. At, at a nice time as well, you know, after losing Jack Moody Grant a couple of weeks ago, it's, it 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 almost felt like a bit of fate, you know, just. Yeah. It's, it's just almost, it's, well, I say it's almost, it's gutting that, you know, it's happened two, three weeks afterwards, you know, and it, it, we couldn't have had the news to him before that, you know, he's, Wessex have won another, won another trophy, you know, that yeah. obviously would have made, made him very happy, but yeah, it's, it's, it's come at a brilliant time. Um, you know, we haven't mentioned her yet, but with Lynn, you know, you know, we all know how emotional Lynn got over the, over the Jack situation. So, yeah. For her and, and for Jack to go and win the trophy, and to, you know, to see her face on Saturday, again, she was out walking. Oh, down. yeah. Um, so, you know, to see her, how happy she was, just just because, you know, we've, we, you know, realistically, it's the only trophy we could have won this season, and we've gone and won it. So to see her react like that, you know, it was amazing. And like like you mentioned then, so the rest of the lads, so, to Tom and, and Matt and the first team and Hooper coming in and Scotty in, in the Colts, you know that's only going to spur them on. Hopefully, you know the, the next season. The, the first thing Tom's got to say is, "Look at how the reserves acted on that day when they won that league." You know that's what that's what we want. You know that's what they want in the first team, and that's what we want for the first team and for the Colts. We want all three teams 
challenging and, and hopefully this little bit of you know all these changes at the club with us coming in and, and the third team and everyone or the Colts sorry Hooper um, you know the first trophy for this little this turnaround if you like and it, hopefully it's, it's the first of many yeah hopefully oh, well, uh, yeah not just hopefully I, I firmly believe that firmly believe that yeah so can, definitely so looking back looking back over over the season as a whole you know from start to finish any any particular high points any any real special moments that you can think of i've got a few i've got a couple i've got a couple um i think you know generally you know if i'm honest i think saying saturday you know and, and that that win is a bit too obvious for me obviously that is that was amazing you know yeah the Bemister Dan game, yeah. Yeah, the Bemi Dan game. You know, you know, regardless of I've I've seen and heard other people saying, not just about us, but about other teams. It's only the it's only the lockdown league. Like, well, I don't care, we won it, you know. So that's 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 all that's all everyone was in for, yeah. I don't care what your views on it, whether you think it was only a friendly it wasn't a friendly league, it was a league, you know. So that exactly and I'll tell you why it why it wasn't a friendly league, because when it was first considered all the all the clubs in all the divisions were emailed saying, "What would you want to do? Would you rather do you, do you want to take part in a in a small like a condensed league competitive matches, or do you want to just sort friendlies amongst yourself?" So the ones yeah. that were included chose it as a competitive option. So exactly, so everybody the, was in it to win it. There's no one yeah. that just turned up because I think the district league didn't do it, did they? They've only done friendlies. Yeah, so, it, it's only going to be your teams that finish. Like fourth and fifth, maybe some of the in, the ones in third who will turn yeah. around at this point and say, "But that's only friendlies." Yeah. Like um, like Mango's reserves, for example. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, you know, that aside, you know, that's obviously a massive high point winning that. But if if I'm honest, for me, the the best bit and it was the the best feeling for me was the Long Ashton game. Um, obviously, the day when you weren't there because you you know you. you Stubbed your toe or something stupid like that, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> kidney stones. Oh, oh, yeah, kidney stones. That was it. So we, <laughs> we've we've got it, and it's you know it, the the man the taking over of the managing for the day wasn't the issue for me. Like I, that's that's by the by. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll stand on the sidelines and manage, no problem. The point was I was playing, you know, which is one. It's a difficult thing to play and manage. Yeah, I'm a goalkeeper, so I'm it. One end, I'm literally at the far end of the pitch. So I've, you know, I've got, I'm a big, I've got, a, I'm a big mouth, but, you know, I can't shout the entire length of the pitch. We were playing a new system. Um, it was the week that Jack unfortunately passed away. So mm. I, can't, I, you know, I, you know, for the first time, I felt all that pressure of managing a team from in goal. You know, when we're top of the league, we're 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 needing to go and win to keep the momentum going. And after half an hour, we find ourselves 2 0 down. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like Trutchy's going to be like laughing his tits off at me. And it's, it was, you know. Oh no. <laughs> well, yeah. But it, it, do you know what I mean? It was for me, you know, it, it, it was, I was kind of stood there thinking, oh, what an absolute joke this day's turned out to be. But, you know, you go into the second half, 2 0 down, you know, in, I've had the conversation with the group and the you know individuals and you know things got a bit heated at halftime. I had to make some changes. There were a few things said. 
Um, but ultimately, we go into the second half knowing now that we you know we've got to go out there now and pull our socks up and drag ourselves back from two 0 down and go and get a result. And we end up drawing the game two two. And if I'm honest, should have won it. Even their yeah. gaffer said after the game, you know, we should have we they they were lucky in the end to come away with a point. But I think the actual the the point of that game, which I would say is my high point, is Jordan's um so obviously Jordan at half time, you know, did a did a Jordan, let's call it a Jordan. We all know what I mean by that. So I've had to take him off because <laughs> at the end of the day, that that attitude that was on that pitch, it was dragging everybody down. Or could have yeah. dragged everybody down. That's then going to lead to a three-four nil defeat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I ha- I to it's it's like I've, I've said all the way through the season. Ne- negativity spreads so much faster, almost instantly, compared to positivity. Positivity, it takes time to get that positive vibe and work for each other yeah. mentality. But negativity, yeah, as soon as it creeps in, spreads like wildfire. Everybody just turns around and, and becomes negative. Um, but yeah, no. I, so I, I took took Jordan off, and you know he, he had his he had his whinge over on the sideline. Um, but you know, 10, 15 minutes into the second half, he he calls out to me, and sort of gives me a little nod. I I I'll take it as his apology. So from my point of view, we we're back in the game then two one, um, and I'm thinking, you know, nothing's happening up top. You know, we were we were kind of sorted into a two one defeat in the end. Um, so I thought, you know, Jordan is when Jordan's got his head screwed on, he's what a player. He's un, he's 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 unplayable at times if he's yeah. playing his game. You know, and I had the conversation with Hooper. Funny enough, is you know you look at players like I'm not comparing them obviously, but you look at players like Diego Costa and and, and Wayne Rooney, fantastic players, and they've got that edge, and they but they they need that bit of edge. But yeah, it's about, Suarez it's, for me. Yes, yeah, exactly. But it's about it, 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 absolute class when he when he's not serving a twelve game ban. Yeah, well, that's so with Suarez. Obviously, the the biting point, if you like, is is when he started biting people. Um, <laughs> but what I think what Jordan needs to get, and he, he's he's been much better. He's been brilliant the second half of the season. Is knowing that there's a point where he's actually probably just got to turn around to himself and say, "Let's just play football now. Let's turn this." turn this kind of frustration into smashing the ball in the back of the net. And it was, you know, five minutes to go. Lee's played a, a ball into the box and a free kick on the halfway line. And I'm looking at it and it's going towards the back post. And I'm thinking that's going over Jordan's head. That's about three foot above Jordan. That he ain't getting nowhere near that. And sort of out of nowhere, he's he's jumped and craned his neck back so much. It was almost like a, a stretch Armstrong. His neck's just yeah. left his shoulders and he's got his head on the ball and it was like slow motion, just looped up into the top corner. Um, and the, the sense of relief that I had when that goal went in was... So for me, that it's just that goal going in and getting us that 2-2 against Long Ashton, which ultimately has proved to be an extremely valuable point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Going into that, that game the last game of the season being two points clear rather than, you know, one with a loss on the record, you know, that goal, Jordan needs to realise how important that was, that goal. And he needs to realise that he got that. And what it did for confidence and belief as well. Exactly. And, you know, we've come off the pitch rather than heads down thinking, you know, we've just dropped two points. We've come off the pitch thinking we were just, 
we were unlucky there. And, you know, for half an hour, 40 minutes of that game, we were horrendous. Um, I'd have changed it earlier, just saying. Well, I think, I, to be honest, I probably would have done. But it was, I had Chez videoing me, shouting, Trutchy's saying this, and Mike going, why don't you go 7-2-4? And all this other <laughs> rubbish. So it was like, that. that was, that's the point. You know, you're trying to concentrate on playing and also making that decision. And, you know, I was trying to talk to Lou and it's hard to talk to Lou because Lou's in midfield and he's at the other end of the pit and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, it's, it was a difficult call to make. And, I, you know, yeah. I, put, I said to the lads after the game, I put my hands up, I probably should have made it. 10, 15 minutes into the game, I should have made that call. Um, and we might have gone on to win the game. But for me, that that goal going in and it... Because being it, it was from Jordan as well after kind of the game that he'd had and the reaction he'd had at half time to then get his head back on his shoulders, come back on and score that goal. That for me was is probably the, the highest point. Yeah. I, I, I said to you at certain points of the season, and I, that I, I, I see such a winning mentality in Jordan to the point where I'm adamant he's going to be a captain one day. Definitely. When he when he fine tunes all these outbursts and moments, there's there's a captain in there. I'm telling you. Oh, um, and I I, and you, I I said to you when you yeah when we had that discussion about it, a couple of games into the the lockdown league when Lewis was possibly not available, you know. Yeah. And it was you know you 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 made the you made the the kind of the comment that you thought Jordan could possibly captain the team and. You know, I, I said at the time, 100% he could captain the team, 100%. But I think he kind of needs to prove himself first yeah. and that he can yeah. keep his head. Um, and he's he's better. He's definitely better. And I think, yeah, you're right. He, he will captain the team one day. And, and I think he can do it and do a very good job at it. He just needs to realise that his outbursts do more harm than good if he just goes all guns blazing. He needs to rein yeah. it in and know his... Know his, know his kind of his limits. Well, yeah, yeah. But that being I mean, said, he, he, but, I mean, yeah, with, yeah. With that being said, the the numbers show his quality. So in the in the in the mini league, five appearances, seven goals, two assists. That's that's fantastic. That speaks for itself, doesn't it? Yeah. And what a player! And I, and I think he's been. Like the, season, the season. Oh, sorry, Ron. I'll just finish the, the season overall. Seven games, eight goals, two assists. Brilliant. Yeah. So, and I think that just goes to show that, you know, it's almost kind of taken us getting hold of him and almost shaking him, like and saying, like, and kind of almost babying him. A little Not almost. Bit. I have shook him a couple of times. Yeah. Well, and me, and me. <laughs> but it's it's almost been like. We've had to literally sit him down, look him in the eye, grab hold of him, and say, "George, just cut out the crap, and what a player you are, and just play football, just enjoy it." And that's, yeah. I think, hopefully, going into next season, you know, whether he's with us or the first, or wherever he is, if he can keep keep this momentum going and keep this the, the head on his shoulders that we know he's got, we know he's got it now, we know he can do it. So there's no excuses now. He, he's got no excuses for any more outbursts. We know that he can play to that ability and keep his head and he plays much yeah. better and yeah I think he I think he's going to go on and be a, a brilliant player providing he keeps it yeah so that was my high point what about yours any, any anything that sticks out for you any different oh I've only got about seven or eight more only about seven or eight more go on then oh, yeah, I've done the list. so, so <laughs> first high point for me 
uh, because it goes right back to the start of the season, Lewis Berry's leadership. Oh, quality. Yeah, quality. I, 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 he's, he's, he's pretty much been the perfect captain for me. Yeah. All season. Just his determination, um, his style of leadership and captaincy. So not, not just screaming and barking orders and whinging and moaning. Positivity, encouragement, encouragement, encouragement. Giving the, the players next to him advice. Just a great leader for me. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, you you look at the player that you want to captain your team. You know, you you've kind of got to balance that out. Hey, do you want a loud mouth? Do you want someone who's going to talk? Do you want someone who's going to lead by example? Do you want someone who's skillful? Do you want someone who does the nitty gritty? Well, you kind of want a bit of all of that. And mm. for me, Lewis brings all of that. I mean, he, he, it will put a foot in. But it'll also spray a forty-yard pass. It'll also it'll put a rocket up you if you need it. But it'll also put his arm around you. Do you know what I mean? He he does it all. And, and I I think you know, Lewis said it in his podcast, didn't he? That you know he felt a little bit as though he he kind of stepped on people's toes when you made him captain. But as soon as you said it, you know, at the start of the season, I I agreed with you completely. Um, and I think he's, you know, not only has he not stood on people's toes. He's completely and utterly vindicated the decision and proved yeah. that it was it was correct. And his teammates love him. It's like I've played under captain, you know, like like you say, the whingy, moany ones, and you think, oh god, he's he's doing me head in. But the 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 boys love Lewis. They yeah. really do. The amount of the amount of conversations I've had with in, individual players, and they're saying, oh, Lewis is brilliant. He's been brilliant for us. Yeah, it's it's, it's like he's not. He's not come in and joined this season. He's like he's 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 been there. He's been there years. I mean, he's part of the furniture. It's it's like he's just he's literally just come into the club and just everybody's just fallen in love with him. Yeah. And he's, yeah. I I I don't think we could have wished for a better. Well, captain and and player. It's, it's not that he does one or the other. He does both. You know, he, he captains. He leads. You know, he he scores goals even. Even if he is doesn't hit goals that were already going in that get rolled off for offside, um, but you know he's, he's just what he doesn't do ain't worth doing. He, he does everything really well. Yeah, yeah, agree. Going to pool um, number two. How many you got left? Six left. A few, a few. We'll work through it. So another one talking about numbers and statistics, which you know I love. Luke Bowden's goal contributions. Yeah, I got that written down there. Seven and seven, seven goals, seven assists, isn't it? Yeah, so in the min, in the mini league alone, four four games, three goals, three assists. That's super outstanding. Good. The season as a whole, eleven games, seven goals, seven assists, two man of the match awards. Yeah, numbers don't lie today with that sort no. of thing. And do you know, do you know what? And and I, you know, and I, I said this to Luke the other week, and I, I'm I'm sure I've said it to you as well. The, I think the best thing about that is, Luke, it, he does. And he will. He'll, he'll go missing in a game for 10 minutes. And you won't, mm. you won't really do much. But when he's on the ball and when he's on his game, well, like you said, those numbers don't lie. They do not lie. You know, to, again, new player this season. Um, and great addition. And great, another great addition. Everybody loves him. You know, he's, he's he, he is. He's, he's such a nice lad, isn't he? He's so likeable. Fantastic. Other than when he ignored me in Asda. Um, 
he's he's sound, <laughs> you know, and you know, like I said, and I, I again I said it to him, you know, other than the fact that you know, I think maybe sometimes he needs to put in that shift for 90 minutes rather than 85, 80. Um, 80 is probably a bit harsh, you know, but what a player, what a player. And yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm just gutted that he, he went there on Saturday. Um, obviously, he had prior arrangements, but and he, he couldn't get couldn't make it on Saturday. Um, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame he couldn't share the celebrations with us, having played such a a big role. Exactly. Well, he's been integral, hasn't he? He's been. Well, he's he's. You look at the like say, look at the goal contributions. He's one of the main men, um, both scoring and assisting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, next season, big season, big player for us. Um, even though he is tiny. Um, <laughs> He's, he's a big player and he's had a big season and, and again another fantastic addition that wow well, I don't think we I don't think we could have done it without him no agree well everyone's played their part haven't they oh 100% yeah. he, he, you know not just not just the goals and assists but the, the players at the back like yeah and even players at the be... back um, creating goals yeah which, um, yeah as in you know you don't get many goalkeepers setting up two goals in a season, let alone two goals in two games. Yeah. <laughs> so another one of my high points, not well, not so much a high, but a bit of a curveball this one, but I took a real satisfaction out of converting Chez Blackett from a right back oh, to a left winger. I agree. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I was watching him at right back in the games and I was seeing, I was seeing so much that I wanted to tweak and fine tune, and you know there I was there was so much advice to give and learning to do, and I, I was watching him in training one night, and he was hitting the ball so sweet with his right foot, and I was thinking that's that's not, it's a bit of a waste having that on a right back, but how, how he was, not just hitting the ball but dropping the shoulder. I've I, I seen Neil Thomas do it for years and years and years. Ball at his feet, just drop the shoulder, knock it knock it onto his right foot, past the defender and lace one at goal. And he was doing that at training. I thought, rather than make him a better right back, it's going to be easier and quicker to turn him into a decent left winger. Yeah. And to be honest, when he, when he played there, he was good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember having a conversation with you because... I remember watching him. I think he was playing left back in one. I didn't know if it was one of the friendlies or one of the the early league games, but it was defensively wise, you know. And and again, I've said it to him. It does my nothing. He get, goes up for a header and he, he does a pirouette in the air and faces the wrong way. Yeah. Um, and he's, with his arms in a defender's back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's yeah. you know he's he's not you know he's not the. He's not the biggest of lads, is he? He's not. He's not physically kind of imposing. So you look at him at left back, and for me, he was he was kind of he was starting his defensive position was starting five ten yards too far at the pitch. Mm. So everything he was doing was making recovery runs because he'd have to the ball would go over the top and you have to and it was his pace that would get him back. And you're right. Yeah. He'd then go forward and he'd look good. And I remember I remember we we had the conversation and. I think there was a debate about who said it first. I'm pretty sure it was me that said it first. Um, but about <laughs> giving him giving him a go further up the pitch, and you know, telling him to you know start twenty yards further up the pitch now and go and play on the wing and and cut in and, and you know use your right foot and 
yeah, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think we've looked back ever since. So I think the, the, the couple of games where he has had to play right back or left back through injuries or whatever, since then, he looks like a winger now. Looks, yeah. I, you, you, now you're looking at it thinking, he ain't a left back, he ain't a right back. He's a winger. And, and I think he, he, he now sees himself as a left winger, which is, yeah. which is crucial because, you yeah. know, the amount of time, you know, when, when he was still learning the left wing position, I'm giving him bits of advice. And, you know, sometimes criticising things he does, as you do with all players. And, and it, you know, his go-to response was, well, you know, I'm a right back. So not but like, as the season's gone on, yeah, he, he, now, he now sees himself as a left winger. Yeah. Which, which yeah, if, if you're playing a position which you don't think suits you, it affects your game. But now that he's sort of embraced it, yeah, I think and he's, he's gonna. He ended up, he's notched a few goals. You get three goals in the end and a couple of assists as well from that position. Uh, Chez, so what did Chez get? So in the in the COVID Cup, he, he played all five games, two starts, three off the bench, and scored one. But the season overall, he's he's actually our our he's made the most appearances out of it out of everyone. Oh, is he? Season, yeah, he's played fourteen, so eight starts, six off the bench. Three goals and one assist. Yeah, and, and for someone who started the season at, at left back or right back, and yeah. as then had to go into a new position and, and learn that new position, you know, three goals and an assist ain't, ain't, ain't bad going. Yeah. Um, funny enough, um, Hooper came round mine earlier. We did some training. Um, and obviously, we're talking, talking football and stuff. And, and Ches was one of the players that came up. And, you know, we both said that going forward, he looks so good. Um, my one critique of him as an attacker is that he's he needs a bit more composure. He's almost kind of a whip in, and he he's he's always shooting or crossing it as he's as he's stepping in. Mm. He almost needs to step in, take a look up first, and then decide what he's going to do, rather than just stepping in and whipping it. Because you know there are times when he should be crossing and he's hitting a shot, or where he's shooting yeah. and he should be crossing where. Little bit more composed, but again, like like you said, he's 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 learning the position, and I think he's learned really quickly and add that yeah. little bit of composure to his game. Um, yeah, I can. I again, I, I forgot about all this stuff. I didn't think I didn't think there's too too much into it to be honest. But yeah, seeing Ches sort of blossom, if you like, into a more attacking player, I think it's definitely yeah. done it. It's done, and again, like. His confidence. He he does seem to be a bit bit uh, a bit of a confidence player, but oh, definitely. You know, definitely. When he's when he's had a good game, you know it, and you know that if he's had a good game today, he'll have a good game next week because he's yeah. he's he's buzzing off of that. Well, I, I said to you after when he when he came off the bench against you know the Long Ashton game, which you said two 0 down, and then got back to two all. Yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah, he come off the bench and got the goal, and I said straight after the game, I said this is the time to put him back in. Yeah, because you know he yeah, was patient. Sorry. He was biding his time, no moaning about being at the side, and and you, I just knew with Ches, like right, this, this is his moment. This is his time. The confidence yeah. is with him. Let's get him back in there. Yeah, I mean, and I, I yeah. told him that myself. Yeah, came on that game, made a massive difference. Obviously, got the goal to be to put us two one up. Uh, sorry, get us back into two one. Again, in that game, I think he had a chance just before. And I think he may have had a, a couple of chances after as well. And I think the chance before was an easier one and he missed yeah. it. But it was just that little bit of composure. Um, and I think, you know, give it if another 10, 15 games under his belt in that position, 
I think he, he he's the sort of player that could you know go and bang in a hat full of goals. Just a little little bit of composure, yeah. little bit of you know maybe get in the gym a little bit and uh, pump pump a bit of iron. And yeah, I I think he'd be he'd be a great player going forward. Definitely. It, it was almost instant results, really. When I I, I, no, I said to him on the Tuesday, I'm going to stick you left wing. It's, and I think that's going to be your new position. And I, I, I'm sure his exact words were like, oh, God. Yeah, but, that was the game against Valhalla, wasn't it? Then he played against Valhalla, scored. No, no before, so before on, on the Tuesday, talking about, I think, about putting him left wing. And then on that Saturday, we played, we drew four all at home with Avonmouth where Mike Jones got hat trick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that. And Ches scored the first goal and he was looking lively. And then yeah, then against Valhalla he, he scored again the next week, which yeah. leads me on to a couple more of my high points of the season. Go on then. Two big ones. The two big score lines. Two eight nils. The first one, yeah. Valhalla nil, Wessex reserves eight. And then more recently, a couple of weeks ago, Wessex reserves eight, Socius nil. But ain't that annoying that that's our only two clean sheets of the season? Both it ain't no wins. It is a little bit. Yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah, but ignoring that front of it, yeah, two big wins. Two, and especially the Socius game, you know, like we said, at the start of the, the lockdown league, Socius, as far as we were concerned, they were one of the main contenders. Yeah, I don't know what's happened. Whether they've lost players or or whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, we got to go out and beat what's in front of us. You know, and we've got smashed them eight nil. You know, and yeah, like, like I remember saying at half time during that game, um, you know, it, it could have been eight nil at half time. Yeah, it, we could have easily have taken our foot off the taken our foot off the gas. You know, but um, you know, we and we, me and you both said that you know, in a in a short format league like this, goal difference could make a difference. So, you know, we we've got to be ruthless. We've got to go out there and be ruthless now, and and do as much as we can to make sure goal difference ain't going to be a, an issue for us. And, you know, come yeah. away eight nil winners. And again, that was the first game during the the lockdown league, wasn't it? That Lynn was out walking her dog. Um, so again, to, to do something like that for Lynn again, and she was at both eight nils, wasn't she, this season? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. And, and it's two great results. Even if you come up against not the best side, it's so hard to do like a, a big result like that because look at Valhalla, we were four 0 up at half time. Great ref that game and, as well, man. I had great ref. Yeah, <laughs> he was good. Really? Um, it, I've played in a lot of games where you're you're four or five nil up at half time, and then the the finishing scoreline's like. 4-2 or 5-2 or well, you, maybe 6-4 yeah. you, you just ease off in the second half and it always used to frustrate me as a player but you know being 4 nil up against Valhalla at half time I told the boys at half time they're here for the taking let's get the goal difference up I'm, I won't be happy with anything less than 8 nil. and the boys got it Yomi that game was unplayable Yomi Adekbola yeah. yeah and he absolutely scored unplayable. Screamer, didn't he Oh yeah! Down just just on the D, didn't he? On the halfway line, took a couple of steps forward and just smashed it. Top left, goal, top corner, Bro- broke the net, didn't it? Yeah, broke the net. Um, yeah, great, great goal. I remember that's probably the what as a as a as a keeper, you kind of you forget about things like that during the game. You forget about goals and because you just kind of me as a keeper, all I ever really remember are the goals that I've let in. Yeah. especially this season because there are so many that I should have stopped but that goal I remember that goal it was a, what a finish 
and, and what a player yeah. we missed out on after because it was after that game in training he got injured, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Well, you've just you've just ruined one of my low points now, Ron. Oh, sorry, mate. So you jumped the gun there. Yeah, <laughs> but, we'll, bleep, um, we'll bleep that out. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, me and Matt McCarthy had a moment because he was on the sideline watching with me, and and I said, I think I think we were about. What did Yomi? Yomi scored the fifth goal. No, he scored the sixth sixth goal. Yomi's put a six and up, and we were five nil up at the time. And I said to Matt, I said, "Cool, man of the match is going to be difficult." Um, Colourford was outstanding. Was he? That's not like him. Yeah. Like Cal, Cal Rogers had the game of his life at left back. Lewis, Lewis and Lewis was brilliant in the midfield. Luke Bowden played in a, a central midfield three that game and, and was good. There were so many names. I, I said to so Matt, who, I said, who impressed me that game though? Sorry to interrupt you, but who actually impressed me majorly that game was um was the man making his comeback, Mr. Hooper. He yeah, he came off the, the bench 15, for 20 minutes, minutes, didn't he? he? And it was like he was still 25. But yeah, go ahead. What was yeah? Your he, got, he got he got assist, didn't he? And he went for that yeah. overhead kick. Yeah. Well, you say he but went yeah. for the overhead kick, but he fell yeah. in and broke his hip. <laughs> so I'm ta- I'm chatting to Matt about all these players, and I said, I think I, I, I said I'm edging towards Yomi though. I said Yomi's been d- different class today. And then as I said that, he's he screamed that shot into the top left, first the net, and I've looked round at Matt, and Matt's gone, yeah, definitely Yomi. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think he's. I do remember that game because you know I don't think you don't mind me saying we we were looking at our midfield players before that game you know I think we both had a bit of a worry that you know we didn't really have we did you know every midfield three needs a battler like a like a big battler and we I don't I think we were struggling to to figure out who it was like that sort of the one that just does the donkey work the nitty gritty. And then that game, well, I think it was probably the game before that as well. And then that game, he was just immense. And after the game, I think we both just said, you know, I don't think we need to worry about it now. What a player he was. Unbeknownst to us, the week after, he was going to, we were going to miss yeah. him the rest of the season. But yeah, I think that, I think that was a turning point for his season. And I think he, he, he could have and should have gone on to have a, a really good season and, and, and played a massive part. Yeah, um, unfortunately, he just he, he had that injury, and he was, I was gutted for him. Really gutted for him. And and he was one of the ones that, like I touched on earlier, some players just sort of go about how they've always gone about things. But Yomi, I'd say to Yomi exactly what I want him to do, and he'd go out there and do it, and he got better and better and better each week mm. at yeah, doing at doing what I asked him to do. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So next point, any more? My, yeah, my last, my last three high points. I'm gonna, I'm gonna condense down <laughs> into fire, into one. bullet points. So, <laughs> so obviously the lockdown league, you know. Yeah, obviously. Championes, 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 championes. But but not just the lockdown league. So, like look at dissecting it a little bit. We had the best defensive record, and we scored the most goals. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. that as well, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, you know, it, quite often you have a really good defensive team in a league, and and someone this bang in the net, prolific, but shipping the goals. But so to have, you know, the, to have conceded the less goals and scored the most, brilliant. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still frustrated at the amount of goals we let in. I was saying to Lynn that five six years ago, what did I, I let in eight goals? Then I in that 
that that cup five six years ago. I'm saving five or six of them, so I'm still frustrated at that. But overall, yeah, best defense, best attack. You know, it, it's it's not like we we there weren't really any close games other than the yeah. the last one four three on paper. But that was because with ten minutes to go, we're celebrating. I mean, that's why the last yeah. two goals went in. Yeah. Um, and obviously the draw was pretty close, but other than uh, that, and in fairness, they they were although they were. They were, we, you know, we switched off a little bit, and it was late on. But they were good goals. The, the oh, yeah, late- yeah, they were, they were, they were. And you know, I'd still like to think that you know, if, if those balls come in ten minutes earlier, we deal with them. Um, yeah, I do think we, you know, we did have one hand on the trophy, but yeah, they, yeah. they, they didn't take anything away from them. They were still two good goals. Um, but I think two good goals at 10, 20 minutes earlier, we we probably would have dealt with. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, you've all like you said. The, most goals scored, least goals conceded. You know, no one can say we fluked that. You know, we've we've proved that we were good going forward and defending. Yeah, we've we we you know we've we've ended up walking it, haven't we? Not just scraping by. I know it came yeah, down. Much. It came down to the last game, but yeah, but like like you know, it came down to the last game, and you know, not a single person on that pitch bottled it. Not a single person. <sighs> We weren't pulled through by one player. All right, Tom had a stormer, but you know it wasn't it. If it weren't for him, we would have lost or whatever. Everybody did their bit, so we, yeah. we could have easily have bottled it easily. And, and it's happened how many times has, have you seen teams lose a league on the last day? It yeah. always happens, um, but we didn't. You know, each man to a man sort of proved that they deserve to be there. Well, that, that was almost our problem in, in the original league before it got cancelled, wasn't it? It was not seeing eight wins. Yeah, we were so too many draws. Too many draws. Yeah. Um, and even even the a couple of games where we were drawing and we ended up losing. Um, yeah. You know, I think it, it, I, I'm a massive advocate of it, as you've, you've, heard, you've all heard me screaming at the top of my voice. Game management. We've got, to, yeah. we've got to manage the game better. And I think we did get better at it the last couple of games, especially on Saturday. Um, you know, and and you know the, the Rockleys game as well. You know, we 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 we've learned how to manage the game. Simple things. You know, don't don't run over and get the ball for them because they're throwing. Don't rush to take a corner. Just manage the game. See it out. Just, mm. You know, take your time. All within the rules of the game. You know, you know if the referee tells you to hurry up, you you do it. But just manage the game because that in in a in a long season. In a 22 game season, that could equate to points, a lot of points. I mean, yeah. a last minute, a last minute equaliser, a last minute loss. You know, you could have seen that game out and managed that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we are getting better at that. And, you know, going forward, we, we will only get better. Any, uh, any low points? Any real, real big low um, points that stick out for you? Not really. Um, I think that's sort of, the low points are just going to be the standard, you know, the, the initial, you know, the 10 points from 10 games in the initial league. Yeah. Not, not good enough. Not good enough at all. Um, the players know that. We know that. Um, you, you know, it, some of the results were were pretty were pretty crappy. Um, games we should have won. We, some games we should definitely shouldn't have lost. Um some dodgy linesman calls, weren't there? Some, some dodge, some dodge. But I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a big advocate of you can't always blame the linesman. Yeah, you will get dodgy calls, but you know, we, we've got to be, we've got to be big enough and ugly enough to 
to make sure we win games and not have to rely on a linesman or not not have a game close enough where a linesman can take that game away from us. Yeah. You know, and I, I think everybody is fully aware that it wasn't good enough and what we the, the standards that we expected weren't met and it's as simple as that. Um, luckily, it was very much brought back round and, and rectified in, in the lockdown league, you know, tenfold. Um, other low points, again, that first half against Long Ashton, I just, it was just, it was just crap from from a from a, a playing point of view, from a, a management point of view, um, just wasn't good, wasn't good at all. Um, but again, that, that was brought back with my high point, so you know I can't really yeah that much too much. It's almost like all's well that ends well that one. Yeah, it? definitely. But it, you know, it's it still kind of sticks out that you know we had to get to that for us to realise that you know we had to. to to pull our socks up, um, but yeah, no. In terms of you know, real low points, none really. None. I think obviously the ten and ten, ten points in ten games speaks for itself. That first half speaks for itself, but it was rectified. Um, so every, everything that I think would classify as a low point for me, we've we've kind of turned it around. So no, the the only other real low point I suppose is you know going at the start of the season. The amount of injuries we had at the club, not just yeah. the reserves, but the club as a whole. You know, Connor Collins, Ben McCarthy, um, big big players for the club, big players. Um, you know, there's so many more. There's loads of injuries that I, you know, can't even remember half of them. Yomi, you know, loads of them. Yomi's was right as he hit top top form as yeah. well, wasn't it? You know, and that you know, you you're looking at, and all of a sudden, you know, the first team are obviously taking players from us. Um, you know we're we're then struggling for players, so it's not so much a low point, just a, a an obstacle that was our you know we you know the players don't sort of I don't think the players realise sometimes how much time and effort we spent sorting the teams out just to get teams out. You know you look yeah we've got sixty odd players signed on, but you know we there were a couple of points where we've struggled to get teams out, not teams but. You know, three on the bench. You've had to go on the bench a couple of times. Yeah. Um, so, I think that that again was another difficult point. Not so much a low point, but yeah, no, that's it for me really. From that, what about you? Well, you, you well yeah, a few more. <laughs> <laughs> but on that on on that note, you know, say about like struggling to put teams out at times. I was umming and eyeing whether this was a a positive. Or a low point, and in the end, I've stuck on his low point. But there, there were positives to take from it as well. We used forty-eight players this season, yeah. which well, I, well, do, do you reckon that's good or bad? It, it, well, I know what I don't do by using by having that much turnaround. You know, not through choice. It does affect that unity of a team, doesn't it? When there's yeah. enforced changes. I, again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was, it was bad, but it certainly ain't good. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's high, isn't it? It's, it's a high number, but I think that does go to show how many good players we've got at the club. Cause none of those players were there because they had to be, you know, they, they were all decent players that did a job. Um, I think it's, it's just, it's a, 
it's a consequence of the amount of injuries we had and it's an everyday, every week occurrence of being a reserve team because the fact of the mm. matter is, you know, the, the first team, they take precedence. So if they've got injuries, you know, we've got players that are good enough and we know that they're good enough to go and step up for the first team. And yeah. that's brilliant for them, fantastic for the first team because they've got a stream of players to come in and play. And it's brilliant for the players because they know that they're good enough to step up. But for us, it obviously means that we've got to obviously dice around and, and, and you know, sometimes, and we've had to do it this season at points, put square pegs in round holes. And it doesn't always work. Yeah, um, a little bit. But yeah, I think I think we I think you can kind of look at that as a positive and a negative. A negative in the fact that you know no team should be using forty eight players in in fifteen games. But it also shows the, the the depth of quality and the depth of players that we've got at the club. Yeah, agree. Another one of my low points was losing two, what I would call class players, very on into the season. We lost, so Luke Corbier, who was on fire pre-season yeah, and he looked the business. We got, you know, we played, he played the first league game with us and, you know, decided, couldn't commit and, uh, you know, it didn't quite work out. But losing a player of that class certainly yeah. harmed us. And also Jack Burgess, you know, with, you know, COVID and all this, it, it hits businesses hard and Jack, Jack was in the position where he, he just had to focus on work, had to prioritise work. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, right right from when he told me, he promised me I'll, I'll be back, you know, whether it's at the end of the season, next, start of next season, I'll be back. I'm, lo- I'm loving the club, but I just got to focus on work. And, and you know, he was he was a class player. He was looking like what going to be one of our key, key players in that midfield. Yeah, and again, agreed on both points. Um you know, Luke, fantastic player, great striker, scored a lot of goals in pre-season. Um, my one gripe, and I know that you you share this gripe, is the way that he did it. He didn't. He wasn't open with us to start off with. But yeah. that being said, he has spoken to us since, and he's you know he he realizes it. He did it the wrong way. You know, and yeah. the door's open. The door is always open, and you know. He, oh, absolutely. He, a player of that caliber, you don't say no to. Now, what we need to do is make sure when he comes back, if he comes back, he comes back committed. Yeah. Um, and if he does that and he proves himself to be committed, what a player can make what, a difference. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. you look you look at the striking situation. You know, we've got an, an extra team coming in this season for the Colts. Um, so there's an extra position opening up straight away. All of the strikers we've got at the club are goal scorers, but you know everyone goes through dips in form. Everyone goes through times when they can't play. So to have another quality striker available, yes, yeah. it's, it's a no-brainer, surely. Yeah, and he works hard for the team as well, don't he? Yeah, definitely. The game and, that again, that Jamaica Bell's friendly, didn't he score at trick? And set up two, something like that, or score yes. two and set up a, yeah. another couple. I think that's right. So yeah, definitely. I think if he 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 should have been a big player for us this season. Um, yeah. And Jack Burgess' intelligence, his intelligence yeah. on the ball, his intelligence. He, what what Jack was brilliant at as well was making those late last minute Frank Lampard 
runs into the box just to yeah. get on the end of a rebound. Yeah, and I mean that showed this week. You know, we were struggling in the middle through injuries and availability and, and et cetera, et cetera. And you know, you made the call to Jack to see if there was any chance. And when he said he was available, it, it kind of went from you know we were we were worried about what we were yeah. going to do and who we were going to play, and all of a sudden it was Jack's player. Oh, no problem. I mean, it's straight away. You just you just knew that you were getting a quality player. You just knew yeah. it. So it, it was like it was there was no worries. There was no worries that you haven't been available because of work for the last couple of months. Come straight in. It's, it it was like he hadn't missed the game. He was brilliant. Yeah. And he, you know, he played a massive part and got us over the line, didn't he? Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, yeah, two, two big losses that, you know, Jack, for definite, hopefully, will be here next season, be a big, big player for us next season. And yeah, if, if Luke is available and wants to come back, you know, he, he, he like we've said, it, he'll have to take his medicine, he'll have to take the stick, but... Yeah, fresh start. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Team slate and all that. Um, only two more little low. Not. Well, one, 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 one's a low point and one's a gripe. So I mean, low point. Cutters Friday. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about that. Shocking. Five nil. Five Shocking nil. Five nil game. It was all going. We we were dominating the opening twenty five minutes. Absolutely on top. Then you know some of our supporters start winding up their team. And it put fire in their bellies, you know. Our supporters' antics on the sideline got them fired up. The more fired up they got, the more yeah, almost intimidated actually, we became on the pitch. And, and you know, went from nil-nil and being on top to being absolutely embarrassed. Yeah, and going on from that, I want to just rewind a couple of minutes. Yes, that game was it was pathetic. The result, the reaction, it was a, it was, a, and I was watching from the car because I had the kids with me and it was raining, but I could see how bad it was in terms of the referee. Well, the referee didn't have control of the game for one, which made it everybody's reactions were were tenfold. Um, I think Martin Peters was there. He had to come onto the pitch and tell everyone to calm down because yeah. it was, it, and it was an embarrassment for the club. But it actually, embarrassed the club. It embarrassed yeah, Lynn. And where I want to go back a few minutes. So my low point is, I want to add that bit in, is that game and the way that, you know, you can't just, yeah, the way the spectators acted, but the, as it comes out, it's the way that Wessex acted because that was, you know, we are Wessex. And because of that, Lynn got a call from the league threatening disciplinary action and Lynn was devastated at that. Yeah. And knowing the, the reputation and the quality that Lynn has, has been a part of for the last 20 odd years and the reputation that Wessex have got because of that lady and because of the way that Wessex players and the Wessex team conduct themselves, to get to that point in a season, that is not only a low point for this season, but that is a low point for Wessex, that is. And uh, I think we, were, we, we acted in the right way in, in what we said. We spoke to the players and we dealt with it. And I think if, if anything like that was to ever happen again, then players would be told not to, they're not welcome at the club. Um, that was very much a low point. And I, I think the game, I think that the worst thing about that was that that game and that result, it kind of floated into a bit of insignificance because of the, 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 the following sort of repercussions from the league and the, and the yeah. way that, the way that Lynn felt because of it. 
Um, yeah. That is definitely a low point. Yeah. I like, I like to think bit. we've come on leaps and bounds in a, in, you know, in a conduct. Definitely. We, like, like we said, we, we dealt with it. We spoke to, we spoke to the people involved. You know, and again, like like I said earlier, I don't, I don't care what what we are, who who people think we are, whether we're a a division three suburban league team or a Premier League outfit. If you're disrespecting the club, you you either buck your ideals up or you ain't involved in the club. Simply yeah. that. You don't matter the size of the club. Nobody is more important than that badge. And you know, when it comes to things like upsetting Lynn and you know kind of disparaging the Wessex name it's, it's, it's not it's not acceptable at yeah. all. but like you said we've dealt with it we've come on leaps and bangs and that it won't happen again you know we can see it, it won't happen again yeah but yeah so that was really yeah. What's, what's your gripe? yeah so my last little gripe it frustrates me every week so I, I announced a squad on a Tuesday after training or a Wednesday, add everyone to the WhatsApp group, send everyone the details. This is the plan. Uh, and I put on there, organise your, organize your lifts now. Oh, don't, yeah. don't, don't wait. Yeah. And then, you know, so, sometimes on a Friday night, someone will put in there, oh, is anyone going through Bedminster, Fish yeah. Ponds, where, wherever? So it's anyone going through anything? Why have you left it on a Friday night? Had Just on a add- Saturday morning. Do you know what I mean? Hey. We've had it on a Saturday morning before now. Yeah, Neo, Neo on one Saturday morning, put on the group. Oh, and anyone going through fish bombs? This was about an hour and 45 minutes before kickoff. Yeah, it was about, I can remember that. It was about 12 o'clock, wasn't it? He's asking for a lift. Yeah, and I thought, no, I can't, I can't be dealing with this stress. Yeah. No, 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 I've got, got yeah, far too much. It is annoying. You know, like you said, yeah. you put the team out on a Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, and people have got four or five days to sort out a lift. Yeah. Simple, isn't it? Just put in a group. I need a lift. And if, if nobody yeah. responds to you, then come Thursday, Friday, and we've done it. Me and you have done it. We've we've then got involved and said, right, we either need to sort somebody out, or we've gone and got them, or done whatever. But just yeah. do it early. Just do it early. It's not hard. Do it early. Do it so early. if you're listening, players, yeah, sort yourselves out nice and early. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think that's it from our low points. Yeah. But uh, definitely, you know, with the, with the season we've had, the highs outweigh the lows, I feel. Oh that, yeah, hundred percent. And I think everything's kind of, kind of climaxed yeah. it at, at winning a trophy. So yeah, we'll take that. So talk, talking of highs, I want to have a little chat with you and see if we can figure out what the best goal is. What we've seen scored this season. I've I've shortlisted four that I think oh, yeah. were different Which, class. I don't know. I don't know if you've named one or. The only one that stands out is is the Yomi one, really. But like I said, yeah. I, I don't really... Because I after a game, all I'm ever thinking about is the goals I've conceded. So I didn't really ever think about them. So if you give me your four, and I'll, I'll see if it's dropping my memory. So my first one, Mike Jones's free kick against Brandon Sports, which I don't think you were there for, were you? I wasn't there, no. I missed yeah, that it was our first, our first win coming from behind. Um, yeah, I think we were... Yeah, I think we were 3-2 down at the time. And then we just the goal started flying. It started with Mike James's free kick. He bent it over and around the wall into the top far left corner. Absolute peach of a free kick. Oh, I miss that one. Um, so there's that one. And then Yomi against Valhalla. You know, the, yeah. ball, the ball cleared to the edge of the area, takes a touch, looks up and just 
laces it top left. Right in that one. He was further right in the edge of the box. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a good sort of six, seven yards outside the box, wasn't it? I'd say it was more than that. I'd say it was, he was closer to the halfway line D, wasn't he, I think? No, I don't think he was that quite that far, but the technique, to get that accuracy and power, that takes yeah, some doing. Kind of switched it into the top corner, didn't he? Yeah. Go on, over two. Um, Solomon against Rockleys in this mini league. How he's just collected the ball outside the box. I think it was from a fluff clearance. Collected it, just danced past a couple of players and slotted yeah. it. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, it was a real, one. it was a classy goal, a yeah. good, a good technical goal. And the other one for me, on the uh, on the final game of the season from Mister Trimble, no, against Bemister Dang, not straight after half time, you know, almost from the kickoff of the second half, he's picked up out on the right, danced around, must have been like three or four of their players, and just smashes it in the bottom corner. No, not giving it to him. Um, if if I was to pick one, I'd go for Yomi. I, for me, um, obviously I didn't see the mic one, um, so I, I couldn't comment on that. The the the, the sole one, yeah, I remember that. That was a decent goal. Is actually that was Tom's? Funny enough, Tom's second goal. I actually did miss it. <laughs> I didn't see it because I was running over to the sideline to get me out. So I actually missed that. Um, <laughs> But I think, to be honest, both nice the only keepers concentrating. I was, and, they did, was, and they didn't go on a counter attack. The ball was at the other end of the net, at the other end of the pitch. Um, but to be honest, all of Tom's goals on Saturday were good. He, was, he scored that um, yeah. the first one, the equaliser. He, he danced past a handful of players and smashed it in the bottom corner. And yeah. then free kick, um, Jordan laid off to him, and he switched it around the bang the wall to the bottom corner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've got to go Yomi all day long. Goal of the season for me, Yomi. 100%. So there we are. Our, our first award Yomi. awarded of the season. Congratulations. Great goal of goal. the season. Great Yomi Adegbola. And if I remember rightly, if I remember rightly, the referee played a fantastic advantage just before that goal. I think he did. I think he did, didn't he? So yeah. Well it's nice ref. to see that. Well done, ref. <laughs> So that leads us up to team of the season, our team of the season, which, to be honest, couldn't have gone any better, could it? Because we were we were going to plan our teams of the season and compare them. You know, right, I've, I've texted you mine, mm. and you've texted back straight away saying, "Yeah, that's, I think that's what I, that's what I've got." Yeah, but it's I think it's it's not only actually the team of the season. It is actually completely fair, and it you know. We've, we've got all our statistics and ratings and whatnot, and it is actually correct. You know, the players that have been picked or the players that yeah. are in the team in the season, it's not that we've gone, oh, he, he was all right. No, I like him. One, they've impressed us. And two, actually, statistically, they are all in there. So, yeah. yeah. The numbers don't lie. You know, yeah. you, you, you get you get all your, all your um, you know, your, rate, your match ratings out of 10 throughout the season. And then you get your your average. The numbers don't lie, do they? No, and I, I and I think look, you know, I've got the team written down here, and not only is it a great team, you know, they've all done, they've all they've all just done their jobs all season really well. Got yeah. about it, sort of no moaning. They've played, they've 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 just they've been fantastic. So 
yeah, I'll let you start, mate, because the first position is a, yeah. a difficult one. <laughs> Might sound a bit big-headed, wouldn't it? But yeah, so in, in yeah. goal, we've gone with the big man, big Ron Avery. Wow. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'll cover this one because it's a bit weird, isn't it? I'll go get a drink. Back I think the, the, the difference that your experience made um, vocally as well, you're, you're just as just as much a part of organising the defences as the defenders. Um, yeah, five. So overall, six appearances, nine conceded. But in the mini league, where we've really seen the best of you, five five appearances, eight conceded, which ain't too bad. Not good enough, um, I don't think. No, I think the old Ron might have saved one or two of them, but I think the old Ron would have only conceded oh. two or three of them. <laughs> I think the, dif- the difference you made, like I say, in experience, vocally, shot stopping, and also collecting, you know, those, those ugly little balls in the box which can cause a problem, the ones that banks in front of a keeper. Mm. You never got caught out by any of those. And, no, and you chipped yeah. in with a couple of assists the last two yeah, weeks. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention that, but yeah, two, um, <laughs> two assists in two weeks. From, and you know they they weren't just ordinary punts down the field. They were both measured, sort of on a six punch deliveries that you know went exactly where I wanted them to go. Just pure skill, mate. To be honest, well, yeah. I heard somebody shout. I think it was probably you shouting. He's a fat Perlo, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't argue with that, mate. It's a just... fat Perlo with gloves on. Yeah, just pure sort of class personified, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, from my point of view, I, I think you'd, you'd probably have to pick me anyway because Tej didn't play six games. Te- so Tej played three, and Alex yeah. played six, the same as you in the uh, in the six. original league. So we kind of made we made the the cut off, didn't we? At six, was it six games or? Yeah. So so yeah. everyone, well, everyone in the starting team. Yeah, we decided we, we, we gave it a six six appearances limit, didn't we? Like yeah. we've done for so players you know, player between me and Alex because you know Tez didn't play. Tez, Tez was Tez, very good keeper. Gutted that he he's he's had to leave us. Um, he he could have been a big player for us, especially next season yeah. in, in the Colts, definitely. Um, yeah. and Alex obviously spent most of the season in the first team. Um, and I'm the keeper that won the trophy. So, and, that, and yeah, that's that was my <laughs> thing. You, know, you, you. you played in the games where you know we, we won four and draw one, which gives us silverware at the end of at the end of yeah. the game. So I'm, I'm definitely done now. Definitely done. Yeah. Well, we'll have a chat. <laughs> so our back four. Well, I mean, right back. If, well, there's only don't, one in there at right don't back. Even, don't even need discussing, does it? Yeah. Ches, Ches, Ches? Was it Ches? <laughs> no, he's a left winger now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, the, James, I mean, the one. James Cullerford, Mr. Dependable. The one and only. Um, I mean, what can you say about Cully? He's, I think we've said it so many times. He is just, he is just the perfect right back. Isn't he? He yeah. just. He don't. He ain't too greedy going forward. He sits. He de- you I said defensive, the- defensively. If you're if you're looking for a solid defensive fullback, yeah, there's he, no one better. He just and you just you just say to him, right, Cully, that's 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 your bit of the pitch today. Anyone comes in that bit of the pitch, you sort of mate, and he does it for ninety minutes, yeah. week in, week out. So he, 
you know, he's all take the ball off their toes. He's got to smash them in a challenge. He's got to, whatever he's doing, he just yeah. does it. Does he doesn't get robbed either, does he? He doesn't get yeah. robbed in possession. It is he never gets caught out positionally. No, he'll get something on the ball, whether it's a whether it's a come through and sweep and slide, good looking yeah. tackle, or whether it's just poking a toe on the end of it just to get yeah. it away from him. And he's all for me as as the keeper. He's always giving me an option as well. So if I yeah. put the ball with my hands, or if it's a goal kick, he's always dropping in and he's always giving me a shout. Do you know what I mean? And He's not the loudest, but you know, players like him, they don't need to be loud. They, they talk. They talk yeah. and they tell you. And they're, he's just always there. He's always an outlet every single time. And, and yeah. even even going forward, you said he, he is a defensive player. But, you know, I have noticed yeah. this season going forward, he does also look comfortable. And he's got a, he's got a ball on him as well. Yeah, he's got a ball on him. So, yeah, yeah Cully at right back is just... I've, I've always rated him as a... As a to the point where you know when I when I signed Lewis Berry at the start of the season, Lewis is a right back by trade. Yeah, yeah. And I remember saying to Lewis, "Might have to find a different position for you, mate, because right back you might, you know, it's going to be." I, I I've got two brilliant options at right back. Yeah, I'm and, I'm I'm a firm believer that no position is nailed on. No position is no. nailed on. Every player's got to earn it. But Cully is as close to having a nailed-on position as you're ever going to get. From yeah. Him. He's almost made me eat my own words as well. I, I described him in previous podcasts as like your solid Mr. Dependable, seven or eight out of ten every week. But as the season's gone on, you know, he's got, he's been get, he was getting the sevens, the eights, the sevens and eights. Then 8.5 started creeping in. Then, you, then three or four nines. And he just got better and better as the season yeah. went on. I, 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 in in that in that lockdown league, all five games, even the Long Ashton game, he was immense every single yeah. game. Um, so yeah, he's he's earned it. He's he's there, not only because we love him, but he's there because he's he has been an absolute rock, fantastic. Yeah. Um, but enough about him. So that's right back. Right back. Left back. Um, left back. Left back. Left back was a tricky one because we've had so many players play there um, all, all around the same amount of games. Like Cowell's been used there. Jake Berry's been used there. I think Chez once or twice. Um, but in the end, we went for Yoyan. Yoyan Janssen, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. And it, again, backed up with the statistics, um, you know, he's, he's played... All but one of the games in the in the lockdown trophy, um, and he's just been Mister Consistent. He he didn't, and he knows this. He didn't have a very good game against Long Ashton, but nobody did. Yeah. Um, but the other games, he's just he's just been brilliant. You know that first game against Brandon Sports, I thought he was immense. Um, yeah, he's he's just he's earned the right to be there, and, and like you said. When Callum's had to play there a few times, um, and I think Jake Jake Berry's unlucky to to not get in there. I think Jake's yeah. only problem was his, was his availability, so he was only there. Kind of yeah, availability, and he picked up. He had a lot of niggly injuries as well, yeah. Jake. I don't I don't think we've seen the best of Jake. Um, I think he's he coming into next season if he comes in fit. Um, I think we'll see a much a much bigger player. Yeah, and I think he knows that. He, I think because he, he he's been on the bench 
we had to take him off the bench the other week just because of he, you know fair play to him he was still going to try but oh. he had another sort of niggle do you know what I mean and it, it just wasn't worth it in the end he, he, to, to, you, you talk about in the pro game like your model professionals so he's turned up I, we, we discussed with his hamstring we knew his hamstring wasn't quite right but he was on the bench for us and then the, you know the first team game uh, Nave Sussex came off after about 60 minutes and I said to Nave, as he got, I said, have you got enough left in the tank to go on the bench for me? He said, yeah, 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 no problems. And, you know, I, I, I pulled Jake aside. I said, Jake, I know you're here, but I'm taking you up. I'm, I've got to protect the team. I'm taking you out. Because, um, you know, if if Yion pulls up injured and then you go on and your hamstring goes, we're in a right pickle. Yeah. So, so I'm going to take, take you out, put Nave on the bench instead. Like, you know, stay and support the lads. And he took it. So what he understood, you know, the team comes first, yeah. and not yeah, only that, he, he ran, he ran the ran the line for the whole ninety minutes. Yeah, I, I, outstanding, I, outstanding attitude. Yeah, because I, I I spoke to him before the game, and I I, I said to him, look, mate, I know Trachy's already spoke to you, but you know, from me as well, sorry that we've we've had to do it, but we can't risk it. And he was like, yeah, it's right, it's fine. I'm yeah, here. I, I'm gonna I'll, I'll stay and support. Like, he he could have got in his car and gone in. So, I mean, he could, he could have gone, yeah. you know, this is a load of rubbish, disappeared and not seen him again. But he didn't. Like you said, he stayed for 90 minutes. He, he did the line. And then he, he turned up again this week and came off the bench and done well. So, yeah. I, I think, hopefully, touch wood, next season, because, you know, we'll go back to Yoyan, because Yoyan's the player that's actually made it in at left back. That's it. We've named Yoyan and done nothing but talk about Jake Berry, yeah. have we? Well, Yoyan has been immense. There's, there's no getting away from it. He's been brilliant, but yeah. he's got a job up north somewhere, so he's he's gone now. Um, yeah. There's no more of him. So, you know, that position next season is is open. Um, and you yeah. know, I, for one, I want Jake Berry being the one this putting the uh, putting the work in to get there. Um, yeah. You're know, not going to sit here and promise him it, but. You, you know that the player is there and more than capable of doing it. Stay fit, keep doing what he's doing, and you know he's he's in with a shout, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We talk we talk about Jake Berry and Yion. Those two are are, are two of the most two footed players I've ever come across. Yeah, especially Yion. I, yeah. I thought I, I I was I was arguing how how Yion was left footed. But how good his right foot is, yeah. And then you know, a few people come around and they said, "No, he is right footed." I was like, "What? What is his left is weakest?" And they said, "Yeah, I was like, yeah." Because I was adamant that. he was a right back when when he was when we were talking about the first slot of teams for the lockdown trophy, and it, he was going to be left back. I was thinking, we don't need him. We got Cully. But then yeah, see him at left back. He's it don't make a difference. I don't think he won any. It wasn't like a right back going to play left back. He yeah, was natural, natural. So yeah, he he, yeah. he did brilliantly. Sort of, he he spoke really well, understood it. Sort of did the line well, won the ball again. Got a great knock on him as well. So yeah, I think he's earned he's earned the right to be there. Um, and again, just got to, he wasn't there on Saturday either, was he? To to join in the celebrations. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's right back and left back. So um, centre half pairing now. Um, centre half, but I'll, I'll start off with the one, the, the main. It broke my heart, absolutely broke my heart to have to leave him out of 
yeah. the Bermuda Down game due to, yeah. you know, league registration issues. But Yemi, big Yemi. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I, I spoke to him before. Yemi on Ademiji. And just said, look, mate, I'm gutted. You can't play. But again, don't worry about it. Go and win the trophy. I mean, that's what that's, yeah. that was his word. He was yeah. his, his nice little pink chair with him, sat there on his on his phone saying, "Look, Ron, don't worry about it. It is what it is. Go and win the trophy." And mm. you know, and and you know, playing that game against Bemi Dang, the one voice I could hear from the touchline shouting encouragement was Yemi. So, you know, not only has he been immense, a rock at the back for for the games he's played, the game where he wasn't allowed to play and we had to leave him out, he was immense from the sideline. So yeah, yeah, gutted he couldn't play. Gutted he couldn't play. But I'm so glad he was there. So glad he was there. It's been a it's been a difficult season for him, hasn't it? Because he's, you know, he he was with the first team, then he came to us, then went back to the first team, then back with us, back first team, back with us. I think two or three times. And um, yeah, I, I, whenever he's become available to me, I'm. I'm I'm smiling ear to ear because he's he's a he's a leader of men. He's you know he's big, he's strong, he's he's got a bit of pace to him. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of an unsettled season for him, I think. But yeah, he's when he's when he's been with us, he's he's yeah. he's done well. He chipped him with a goal as well in the previous yeah. league. Yeah, um, he's just he's just just exactly what you need from a centre half. He's big, strong, like you said, big, strong. Fast, reads the game well. Um, my one again, my one critique of him is he he he, can't, he is a little bit quiet, but he is talking. He does talk, um, especially with the, the couple of games where him and Nave Sussex played together. Um, you know, they their communication was was superb. Um, mm. You know, if anything, he could be a little bit louder, but. You know, he he does everything right. He he doesn't he, he doesn't really make mistakes. Um, probably needs to release the ball a little bit quicker, not get yeah. caught up on the ball so much. But all in all, you know, he's he's been he's been immense for us. Um, he's in our team. Yeah, and again, fully deserves to be there. So um, his centre half partner. Yeah. Now we both we both went with Cal Rogers. Yeah. Um, I think. Even more so than Yemi, I think Callum was. I, I think Callum was probably more sort of aiming for first team football this season, and I think he was probably the more unlucky one to end up with us. Um, but I don't think it affected his performances at all. I think he, he's he come down and, and done a brilliant job, um, both at centre back and at left back. Um, again. Just strong, reads the game well, puts a foot Very in, well. puts, puts his head in where nobody else puts their head. Brilliant, just been brilliant. And if him, him alongside Yemi, yeah. fantastic. And I think with Cal, whether it's at left back or centre back, Cal's the first to understand his limitations. He knows he's not as quick as he was a few seasons ago. He knows mm. he's probably not as fit as a couple of seasons ago, but is game intelligence and his positioning yeah make, makes that almost not not a worry yeah his, his positioning and his his reading of the game is so good that it makes yeah. up for you know that that half a yard of page dropped since yeah, he was definitely. a marauding fullback for the first team 
Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. The way he reads the game, you know, he's he's in the right place before the ball's there. So he, he doesn't need that half a yard, yard of pace extra. And I, I think that's probably, you know, listening to the first team, that's potentially why he's ended up sort of not with them is, is more down to fitness than ability because um, his ability in, isn't in question. Um, you know, you, you go back to that game against Valhalla, um, you know, it, it, all right, we won 8-0, didn't really need to do much, but what he did do, I, that's probably the best game I've seen him play up to the, mm. up to the, the lockdown cup. Um, he put a lovely ball in for Lewis Berry's goal. That yeah, he, 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 was, he was immense at left-back. and not, You know, I was looking at him thinking, yeah, perhaps he, he is a left-back, but then you look at him play at centre-back and you think, no, he's a centre-back. But then he goes back to left-back and you think, no, he's a left-back. Yeah. He's, he's just equally good at both positions. So, you know, I think it could have come a point where this this team, you know, we, we could have put him at left-back and then got another centre-half in there. Um, but I think for me, he's played most of the games during the lockdown cup at centre-back and he's done, he's done well. Done really yeah. well. And again, next is. season, yeah, if, yes, delivery, but his left foot is so sweet. Um, yeah. And for next season, again, if, if he's getting himself fit, then he's probably a player that we won't hold on to in the reserves. It, 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 the first team managers, we know we, we know that they like him. He just needs to work on his, his fitness a little bit, if anything, coming from yeah. me, mind, but... Yeah. So that's our, that's that's our, our back, back four. four. So Cully, Yemi... Callum and Yoyan. Good back four, yeah. eh? That'll win you trophies. Good back four. Well, it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, three. Yeah, that's it. We're, we're going to go with a 4-3-3. Three, three. We're not going to experiment with the diamond no. again. No, definitely not. Um, so, holding hold midfield. Only one man in there. Only there one is man. Our um, leader, our skipper, Mr. Lewis Berry. Yeah, I mean, what more can you say that we haven't already said about him? Um, yeah, we don't need to touch on it too much, do we? We've, we've no, you know, we've already given his glowing reference at the start of the podcast. What I will Just, say is, he don't suit a perm, does he? Do you know what? I I don't want to admit this, but I actually quite like it. <laughs> I don't... No. I, no. I, yeah. Him and Tom look like the Mitchell brothers on acid. Yeah, no, I do. I think it suits him. I think it looks quite cool. But <laughs> quite I'm cool. contradicting myself because I've done nothing but wind him up the last fortnight. Yeah. But you're saying it looks quite cool. You're sat there wearing a vest. Yeah. But yeah, when um, you know, we've we've touched on it before. When the game ain't quite going to plan, he's you know he's giving instructions and advice the same what I would be given from the sideline. He he does the ugly work, the dirty work, but also when he gets on the ball. He has got that bit of class as well. Yeah, yeah. He's just all round. All and like you said earlier on, he's he's a right back. He's right back, and uh, yeah, he's come in and we've we've put him in that centre mid, and and he's yeah, he's he's been just been brilliant. brilliant. And and good 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 um you know for a holding midfielder, good stats as well over the course of the season, uh the the the, the whole season. Played 13, 12 of them starts, one goal and four assists. Where, you know, you're holding midfielder, that their job ain't really assists, is it? It's, it's no. breaking up the play at the other end. Yeah. But... You can't argue with that. But, it, it, you know, you, you look at that sometimes and you think, well, was he not doing his job 
defensively then? Is he not doing his job in holding because he's getting forward too much? But no, he's not. He's doing both. Yeah. He's doing, the, he's doing the dirty work, but he's also getting forward in and creating his chances and scoring his goals. And, and you know, even even if he hasn't got the assist, he's he's making the pass to or winning the ball to then go and create the assist. So, yeah, he's just been well, everywhere, it, all over the park. At first, like in pre-season, we were doing it and it was our idea at the start of the season. We, we were kind of looking at sharing the defensive duties with Lewis and Yomi. So, you know, the kind the old saying, when one goes, one sits, and vice versa. Yeah. But, you know, when we when we lost Yomi, Lewis definitely just fell into that holding, oh, yeah. holding yeah. role and, and, yeah, fit like a glove yeah. in my eyes. Not bad for a right-back. Not bad for a right-back at all. Um, so the first midfielder next to him, Matt Faulkner. Oh, beautiful blonde locks. What a player. What a player. Crap at timekeeping. Yeah, um, needs to get there on time. Yeah, absolutely horrendous <laughs> timekeeper. But yeah, what a player. Um, on just, the ball. He, he just it looks effortless with him. Yeah. He just looks like he just... He's almost a bit like a, a Berbatov. Like, it's all in his head. He's he's a couple of touches ahead of himself in his head. So he don't look like he's, yeah. he's trying to do anything. Because whereas, like, people on the ball, they're, they're always rushing to do something. Because he's already kind of done it in his head. It just comes so naturally to him. He almost looks a bit nonchalant, do you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, brilliant player. But, again, another fantastic addition. Um, yeah, I love just, it. Yeah, brilliant. Again, and it, and you know his his so his stats in this lockdown trophy. He's chipped in a few as well, aren't he? Must have, that must have chipped in a couple of goals and assists. No, 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 no goals. So in in the lockdown trophy, oh, it's crap then. Five five games, three assists. That's right. Um, yeah, overall seven games, three assists. But it, it all he's one of those players that all goes through. He, he is giving goes. He, he presses. He gets on the ball. He, you know, he starts starts moves off from deep. He's hard to get possession off of him. Yeah, he gets up and it's down. Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's a real. He, he's just a classy centre midfielder. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I rate him massively. Um, yeah, just. It's just kind of he's one of those players who just kind of struggle to you struggle to describe what sort of player he is because he does he does do a bit of everything again, yeah. Just, but he just does it. It just looks so easy with him. Yeah. Um, just wish he'd turn up on time. <laughs> <laughs> but when he turns up, he turns up, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. There's no doubt in that. There's no doubt in that at all. Um, yeah, what he lacks up, what he lacks in timekeeping, he makes up for in yeah, in yeah. just his presence on the pitch. Nice lad as well. Brilliant, like look at the a nice lovely player. kid, lovely nice lad, lad, yeah, um, again, lovely lad. Another another player that everyone gets on with. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So our third and final centre midfielder, bit of a bit of a strange one actually. This one, not 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 through picking him, but we only actually got one game out of him in the centre midfield. Yeah, but what a game. Yeah. What a game. Really good was. game. Mr. Mr. Pete Lucas. Yeah. You know, Fantastic. we've we've lost him for the first team since, but and I obviously the, the appearances that have kind of qualified him for the team, if you like, were, were mostly on the wing. Yeah. Um 
and he he he, he did he, he hadn't done anything wrong on the wing but you know more you I think I I I didn't really sort of pay too much attention to it but I remember you saying a few times you you, you want to give him a, a chance in in centre midfield and that game mm. you did give him the chance it was the, the you know the Brandon Sports game we won five two and what game it was and like you said we lost him to the first team straight after but for me he he's done enough through the season to warrant him going into the going into the team um and i i think it's it's not like you're going oh we, we have to put pete in so let's just put him in center mid i think seeing him for us in that game and then how he's gone on in the first team in the in center mid um i think it was the right choice to put him there and he, yeah. he again fully deserves to be there and, and again, he, he another great lad great lad. yeah yeah he got the ball rolling for us in this in this lockdown league. He st- he started all off, you know, the first two inside two minutes of our yeah, first game of the lockdown really, league. He, he took a lovely goal. Yeah, really. I was really, really. Was it two minutes? Was it? Was it that quick? I know it was an early yeah. goal. And then yes, was it in the, then set up Tom as well? Or was it, no, that was Luke on it. I think. Yeah, but yeah. So you know, this this lockdown league, he only played you know played one and scored one, Pete. But the season overall. So he played. He made six appearances for us. So only just eligible for our team. Four starts, two off the bench, three goals, one assist. Good numbers. Good numbers. Good numbers. Yeah. Like you said, the, the other games he played were, were off the wing, but yeah, he, he just kind of come into that midfield and just did a job. And again, gutted. We were gutted to lose him to the first team, but yeah. You know, he, he earned it, he deserved it, and he's, he's gone out to the first team and he's done a, a brilliant job for them. I think he, he, he gives something that a lot of the other midfielders at the club don't, he just gives that something different, doesn't he? He's got that, he's industrious, he, you know, he, he charges about and gets stuck into tackles, but then he also, he's got that little bit of flair to his game as well. Very, very two footed as well. Yeah, yeah, just a workhorse. And again, Brilliant with the ball at his feet, loves a pass, um, but will also do the dirty work, work hard, you know, make make those challenges. Um, and yeah, great moustache. What more can you say? Yeah, oh, it's it's an impeccable moustache. He looks like he's playing football in 1838. But yeah, great player, great player, and and got it to lose him out of the reserves, but fully, fully deserved. So that's our midfield free. So now our front free. Yeah. Now this 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 was a contentious one, wasn't it? This this right wing. It was. It was right wing. I mean, Luke Bowden played right wing. Yeah. For most of the season. Well, let's do let's do the left wing first then. Because we'll go left wing yeah. first. Then we went with Luke Bowden, didn't we? Yeah. I, I don't want Luke <laughs> to think he's being left out. Yeah. But yeah. Luke on we we we've jimmied him over to the left. Yeah. And um, like we said earlier. Seven goals. Just, just as capable on that Yeah, I, I don't think it would make an ounce of difference to him. Um, no. But yeah, just he's a sort of player where you, you can, every game he's played, you can see by the end of the game, they're, they're, the, the opposition are doubling up on him because he's, yeah. just, he's that good. Um, you know, I go back to the Long Ashton game again. Um, you know, the reason we were getting back into the game was he was just, he just started ripping them apart. To the point where they they, were, they weren't even doubling up on him, they were tripling up on him. Um, yeah. And in the end, he was kind of he was working that hard and still doing them. That by 
80 minutes, whatever it was, I, I had to take him off because he was he'd run himself into the ground because he had to beat three of them every time. Yeah, like he was beating three of them every time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, his, his contribution, seven goals, seven seven assists. Um again, smashing lad. Smash. That's it. The numbers don't lie today. Yeah. Um again, still a little bit hurt about when he um he ignored me in Asda. Um but yeah, fantastic player. Um yeah. great lad. Just yeah, brilliant. So we talk about the numbers not lying. And this lad, on the right wing, who we're going for, the numbers just outstanding. So we 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 had to go. We were forced to go with Mr. Tom Trimble, weren't we? I could be not, and I mean it hurt. It it physically hurt. Um, in fact, I even spelt his name wrong on my my list to make it a little less painful. But yeah, yeah. I mean, what can you say? That game against Bemi Dane, what what Class. a trick. What Class. a hat trick he's got. And but, he was he was getting, you could see it. You know, like they've gone about Jack Grealish. He's targeted yeah. and they, all they do is foul him because there's no way to stop him. Yeah. That's all they were doing. They were kicking yeah. him up in the air, left, right and centre. They were gobbing off. Every time he got on the ball, they were gobbing off at him to try and put him off. Yeah. And he's just gone and scored a hat trick. It was all three goals. Obviously, I missed the second one, but I have watched it back on video. All three goals yeah. were just it was outstanding, right? Superb. What I mean, what a hat trick! What what, they, what a hat trick, and what a game to score it in. And and they they appreciate just how good he was as well because I, I it was today actually. Um, Bevisford Dang's manager, we were messaging each other, and he said that num- number ten you had, he said he's county level all day long. Yeah. And I, I messaged back. I said, yeah, he, he is. He, he is fantastic. But yeah. the numbers, you know, we look at. So this lockdown trophy, he come in to play a few games for us. Two starts and one off the bench. Six goals, two assists, one man of the match. Over the course of a season, five starts, one sub-appearance. Eight goals, four assists, two man of the matches. Yeah, so he only just qualified for the six appearances. but Only just. I think... And you know, we'll 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 talk about this when it comes to the bench. But I think even if he had only have made four or five appearances, going on the contributions he made in those games, especially the hat trick, um, and in the first game against um, Brendan Sports, he got a couple of goals. Then, you know, you can't ignore that. You you can't miss him out. Um, again, it would be harsh on Luke Bowden to, to put Tom in there and not play Luke but I think even Luke would look at that and, and say that yeah Tom Tom deserves to be in there and you know you look at you know Luke Bowden and Tom on either side of your striker that's a scary fault that is for any defence yeah um, yeah and I think I think the thing with Tom is he's, he's we know he's a brilliant we know he's a brilliant player Um. But obviously, being the first team manager, first team player, you know he didn't have to. He didn't have to come in play for us when we needed him. You know, Luke wasn't available on Saturday. Tom could have easily have said, "No, I'm not dropping down to play for the reserves." But not only did he come and play for us, it's, he he doesn't leave anything behind. It's not like yeah. he puts in less effort because it's just the reserves. If anything, he probably puts in more effort. Um, yeah, he was just 
superb on Saturday. Um, and yeah, fantastic for the games he's played for us. Yeah, agreed. And we all know how much you love him anyway, so go on, you can have your little say on him. What, Tom? Yeah. The first moment you laid eyes on him as a 15-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah, training. You, you can't help but just be proud, not saying that I've done anything to a system along the way, but just I'm proud that I was able to see a kiddie at such a young age, 15 years of age, and know how good he, he was, but also how good he was going to be. And to look at him now and 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 say, he yeah, you, you were yeah. right. And 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 I still don't think he's the finished article. No, he's only 22, isn't he? 23. Yeah, something like that. He's, no, he's nowhere he, near his prime. He's gonna he's gonna get better as well, which is scary. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, he does it with Wessex and you the 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 plans for the club to push on at the leagues, he does it. With Wessex, which I don't think he'd do it with anybody else. I, I, I think he's Wessex for and through, isn't he? Um, yeah, he is. And you know, I, I, I'm hoping just as much for his sake um, as Wessex is, but just as much for his sake that you know he gets to realise that potential in a in a good division with Wessex. Um, yeah. I think that'd be a thing of beauty. Agree. Um, so yeah, our striker, our striker, and yeah, we but. We keep saying it, the numbers don't lie. So in the in the lockdown trophy, five games, seven goals, two assists, Mr. Jordan Evans. Yeah. Yeah. He's he he's just been brilliant. Um again and it's, it's not just his goals and his and, and, and his assists, his work rate, his work rate is outstanding up there. He chases he chases the lost causes, he chases things to open up space for others. Very unselfish, grass for the team. Well, you only got to look at the Brendan Sports game. Um, he didn't score, did he? But he got man of the match. Yeah. Um, I think he was shocked by that. But, you know, we said to him, he, he created a, a couple of goals and he didn't stop for 90 minutes. He was superb for 90 minutes. Um, yeah. And for a majority of this lockdown trophy, he's done that. Obviously, yeah. we had the, the hiccup at, at Long Ashton. Um, but even then, once he kind of pulled his head out of his proverbial and got, and screwed his head back on his shoulders, he come on and he yeah. did what we needed. He got the goal to get us that point. So, you know, in terms of the importance he's had to the team for this lockdown trophy, I don't think I don't think you can belittle it at all. He's been so important. Um, yeah. You know, you look at the other candidate to go out there, Mike. Um, he's been brilliant this season. I think the 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 only drawback to him is he, he spent most of the lockdown trophy with the first team. And well, he's he, yeah, he struggled a bit with availability. The, the lockdown league, yeah. So when he has been available, he's been with the first team. But yeah, yeah Mike's Mike's numbers are, are good as well. You know, in total, seven games, four goals. One assist, one man of the match. Yeah. And he's been unlucky. I think he scored a couple for the first team, didn't he? But he's yeah. been unlucky with, you know, again, he had a, he's, he's had a lot of chances. And I think he just he just needs that little bit of, that little bit of composure in front of goal. Um, and he'd have been banging him in. But I think you go, you go to George, 
and I think he's he's got that he's got that edge that I think Mike probably needs. Yeah, I love Mike. Mike's a brilliant player, but they're two different types of strikers. Um, oh, very, yeah. And I, I think the way that we play, especially through the lockdown trophy, I think George just just pipped it in terms of you know how we play, and then and then obviously with the goals and the assists and stuff. I think George 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 goes and makes it happen for himself. I think yeah. rather than rather than yeah. waiting for that killer pass to come through, George George yeah. hunts. So yeah, yeah, and and also I, I've got to say about George, his last two goals, so the goal on Saturday and then his hat trick goal against Socius. Um, Good assists, brilliant assists, fantastic <laughs> assists. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, don't go about your assists, yeah. Oh yeah, who's who did the? Oh, was it me? Was that my assists? Yeah, oh, yeah it was, wasn't it? Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, going going back to just Jordan, you know, his his mentality. I love it. I love his mentality. As long as he keeps to, it, up to a point, yeah, up to a point. And you know, I, I I said to him after the game, and this is no secret. You know, I spoke to him and I said it to everybody. The way he was acting at half time in that game, if I'd have kept him on the pitch, we wouldn't have drawn that game because yeah. it was. It, it was dragging everybody down. So I had to take him off. But in taking him off, it made us weaker. There's no doubt about that. It made us a weaker team. Um, and then, you know, you, you, you kind of, I was I was stood there praying that he got his head back on um, and realised that he, he ain't going to influence the game, sat on the bench, moaning. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't going to do it. He, he can't influence anything from there. He can't influence a thing. Luckily, he got his head back on and he came on and scored the goal. Um, so I think, yeah, with, with him, as long as he realises that as long as he's on the pitch and he's keeping his head, he's, he, he will win you a game. Jordan Evans yeah. will win you a game. It's yeah. on his own. As long as Jordan Evans is playing football and not moaning. Yeah. But that's our 11. So we went with three on the bench, didn't we? Yeah. And the yeah. first one... Our defender, we kind of shoehorned in a little bit, didn't we? Because he didn't really meet the criteria for appearances, only three appearances, but the quality showed in all those three appearances and the difference he made gets him in there. Yeah. Mr. Harry Greenland. Mate, honestly, when when you when we looked at these teams, you know, and I, I wasn't even really thinking about a bench, I was just thinking starting eleven. And then you sent me you know, the two possible benches. And straight away I said, you need to mix them and put put Harry on there because, yeah, he's only played three games, but what three games he played. What yeah. three games he played. I think if, I think he could have, um, he could have got man of the match in all three games he's played. Um, yeah. You know, the, the game, he, he the 1-1 the, the draw, I think it was, the last game of the, the, the season proper, um, he got man of the match. The game again. Yeah, he, he, he played one game in the original season. Yeah. Um, he got man of the match in that game. Game. That was man of the match, yeah. Yeah, which is what I just said, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> and then that game against Brendan Sports, where Jordan got man of the match, but again, Harry was superb. He was yeah. he didn't put a foot wrong all game. And then obviously the game against Bemers to Dane, Tom got man of the match because of you know, the hat trick and stuff, but Harry could have got it. So he was a rock, wasn't he? All three he, appearances. He was, yeah. Especially the two in the lockdown cup. He just deserved to be there. Um, 
Yeah. And I, funny enough, I, I messaged him. Um, he's, he's the only person I've actually messaged individually just to say how glad I was to see him back enjoying football because, you know, he, he, he wasn't available for, for whatever reason. Um, but to have him back and to see him, you know, when, when we came back to the club, we were asking about all the players, you know, what we heard about Harry, we loved. We loved what we heard. Um, and for one reason or another, availability, whatever, we, we hadn't seen, we hadn't met that Harry. We hadn't met him. But he's come back and you said it. That was one of the first things you said to me after the game, wasn't it? It was last the Harry Greenland that we were told about. And, uh, that, yeah, that, that we were... That we were that's the desperate, desperately hoping yeah. would be available all those weeks. Yeah. Um yeah. superb. And yeah, he, he had to he had to make it onto the bench. Um I think it would have been unfair to start him and it put him put him in starting yeah. Um yeah. but definitely, definitely on the bench, deserves to be there. And yeah, quality. Yeah. Quality, yeah. So we also went with Chez on the bench. Yeah. Chet. Ches is unlucky to miss out on the starting eleven. He, you know, he, he like I touched on earlier, the highest highest amount of appearances for us this season. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think for me, if 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 Tom had come and done what he did, then Luke would have been on the right, and Ches would have been on the left in my team Absolutely. of the season. Um, so yeah, he's unlucky to be on the bench. But yeah, again. Deserves to be there. We spoke through the numbers earlier. Um, we spoke about how he's transitioned from a defensive player to that attacking attacking player. Deserves to be there. Hundred percent deserves to be there. Yeah. And we also went with Mike, didn't we? Mike James on the yeah. bench. I mean, again, we spoke about him when we were going through George numbers. Unlucky not to be there. Um, unlucky to be on the bench. Great player. Great prospect for us. Hopefully he's you know he's he's a he's had some availability issues lately. Hopefully they don't continue into next season and he's about um yeah, I mean set pieces. I've never seen anyone take a set piece like it. It's unreal, isn't it? His his technique for it in a free kick is just the way he hits the ball is superb. Superb. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that's that's our know, bench. You look at that Ball bench, Harry Chairs and Mike. We'll quickly run through our 11. Go on. So, big Ron and goal. Right back, Culliford. Left back, Yion. Centre backs, Yemi and Cal. Lewis Berry, the skipper, holding central midfield with alongside him Matt Faulkner and Pete Lucas. Tom Trimble out right. Luke Bowden out left. George Evans up top. That's a good team. Great team. That's Great a very team. good team. And I'm just thinking, any. Any honourable mentions you want to make? There's, I think there's. Oh, I got one or two. I got loads. I got loads down there. Um, <laughs> I don't think we've really got. We've been on this for two hours now, so we ain't really got time to sort of talk loads about them. But Sol Solomon. Um, yeah. Four man. goals in four games for yeah. us. Yeah, we affectionately call him the Magic Man. Um, he's been brilliant. Um, Yomi, again, yeah. deserves to be mentioned again. Yeah. Um, Rob Dibble, yeah, the, the couple of games he's come in and played, been super only one. He, 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 he only played one, one. Did he? 
Yeah, he only played one for us, but outstanding. What, 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 outstanding. What much, much like Connor Collins came in, came yeah, in to help us for one game and he was he's on my list, yeah. Unbelievable, unbelievable yeah, game he's we played. On my list for um honorable mentions. Uh who else is there? Ned, Ned O'Keefe. Oh yeah. Um Nave Sussex, Demi. Nave Sussex and yeah, Nave Sussex. The three games he played for us, outstanding. Yeah. Is, is reading of the danger and sweeping up. Yeah, did really well yeah. on Saturday. Um, yeah, Demi, he's, yeah. he's come back from, again, like Connor, you know, he's missed a lot of the season through injury and, and availability or whatever, but the games he's come and played, you know, I, I brought him on at half-time in the Long Ashton game, changed the game. Changed the game completely. Um, fantastic. He, he got man of the match in that game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think again, if if he'd been available and, and fit or whatever for for more of the season, um, he'd have got a lot more game time. But yeah, brilliant player is Demi. Love Demi. Um, and then Cam Cameron Bryce, young Cameron yeah. Bryce. What a future he's got. Yeah. What a future he's got. Um, it'll be big, 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 big player next season. Whether it's for us or whether he plays a bit more in the Colts. Think remains to be seen, but big player. And the last two, I don't think we can go without just this is my list. So if you've got more, you crack on. But you, I don't no, you've think co- I think you've covered most of the ones I've got. The last two, I, I don't think we can go without mentioning um, getting the band back together, Neil, Neil Thomas, and, and Mark Hooper. Yeah, you know, they've, they've come in at 51 and 48, respectively, <laughs> and like. Both play like twenty-year-olds. The energy that they bring to the game, and the but the experience that they bring to the game. Um, I think they both. They haven't just been. They haven't just come along because they're our mates. They've come along and done jobs. Do you know what I mean? Hooper's got an assist or two. Nils ended up with a few goals. Um, yeah. Either of them are there just because they're our mates. They're there because they are brilliant footballers. Um, so yeah, Neil. Talking about the numbers, Neil had two starts, three off the bench, two goals, one assist. Good yeah. numbers for. I mean, what, what is he? 38, 39? He's my age, thirty nine. Yeah, and he, he don't. He, I mean, you you put him in him and you in the same team together. It it ain't. It's not comparable. You can't chalk even, and cheese, isn't it? You can chalk and cheese nowadays, and he's like he's beating twenty year olds on the wing. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah, all I got player. was the unofficial world record for quickest yellow card ever. Man, that was amazing. You should have been in the dream team for that, I think. Um, should have read mine. Should have been. And yeah, just get just the last word on Hooper. Um, yeah, he's 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 coming. I think he he said no initially, didn't he? He's coming back to play, but I think he got a bit jealous of of me and you being involved. And he's come back, yeah. and put in a shift. And when he's when he's been needed to play, he's done a good good job. Just that experience, isn't it? Yeah, just just calms the game down. And again, he's, when he's been on the bench, he's been a voice on the line, um, brought his experience, brought his knowledge, and he'll do good things with the Colts next season. Yeah, great. But yeah, so we'll, 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 we'll finish up with our. Um, we'll, we'll let the players and our listeners know what our what our plans are from this point on. So, for me, recruitment starts for me. Yeah, I think this definitely. is a, this is the time to recruit. Um, you know, we've got we've got three teams next season, so we need we need players anyway. 
yeah. we know we need players. I think now is the time to get there and, and get good good players in. Um, but you know, you leave it you leave it a month sort of deep into pre-season and you approach people and they've already committed to someone or said their stay at a current club. So, you know, we're, we're, as a club, we're being active on the recruitment thing and it's just about building on success. Yeah. And, um, you know, from, from the reserve point of view, you know, we won the mini league. That, that, that doesn't deter me from wanting to win the league next season any less. I, I, want, I want a league and cup double. If anything, yeah. and I think that the, the club as a whole, um, yeah, we got we got to take that take the positivity from the from the reserves winning the mini league, and just as a whole, as a club, just roll, roll with it. Yeah, hundred percent. I couldn't, mate. I could. There's there's nothing else really to say. You can't you can't really can't add to it. You know, go winning this mini league hasn't hasn't kind of gone. Oh yeah, we've won a trophy now. No, that we want to win. We want to win more now. We want you know that just goes to show you know that like we said, they're they're four or five of the best teams in in our division, and we've just done them all. So next season, you know, we'll do it over the league season now, and anybody else they put in front of us, we'll do a. We, yeah. We've got to go into this. It's not like I said at the start of this 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 chat. It's not about wanting to take this winning mentality into the next season. Now we are taking it in there. Absolutely. You bring that winning mentality. Um, I, I'm you know. even I'm even more hungry for it now. You know, when on the last yeah, day of the so. season, when we're when we're there singing "Champions, Champions," yeah, spraying water yeah, bottles exactly. everywhere and seeing Lynn's yeah. face, I, yeah. I, I'm addicted to that now. I want yeah, that. We want, I want that every season. season. And like you said, let's get let's go do some cups as well. Why not? Let's go let's go and win as much as we can. Yeah. Uh, but alongside that, um, August the fourteenth. Fights back on. So if anyone wants tickets, I'll be in town. Yeah, right? yeah. We'll we'll get we'll. <laughs> I'm sure we'll right? get we'll get a few tables with all the boys there. Same. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that just about wraps it up. We've covered everything. We've, we've been I on so. about two hours twenty minutes. So Tom's looking like he wants to go to bed. Um. So I'm just gonna add one thing. I, I touched on. Um, we used forty eight players over yeah. the course of the season. I'd just like to personally thank every one of those this kicked a ball yeah. and helped help oh, the no, reserves no. have this have this season. So boys, I can't thank you enough. And yeah, I love you all. Yeah. And just just going on from that, obviously if we've missed anybody out, we apologize. But we, we, we are thankful to all of you. But going on that team of the season and all those players, you've got to earn that shirt again next season. You, you can't yeah. rest on your laurels now. Next season, clean slate. Yeah, you've you've won us a trophy this year. You know you've got to work hard now and, and make sure you stay in that team. Absolutely, because we want to strengthen it. Yeah, definitely. You know we, we want to you, you build on success. So yeah, that's a that's a valid point, Ron. Don't rest on your laurels. Keep that hunger. Keep that that drive to make sure you're still playing the games. Well done. Beautiful. Right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. So, um, listeners, tune in next week for the next edition of the Wessex Wanderers podcast. Championes, championes, over and out. Out of Wessex.